The Florida Senate signed off yesterday on a controversial appointment or several controversial appointments by Governor Ron DeSantis to the new College Florida Board of Trustees. DeSantis revamped the board by appointing a slate of conservative members. Since being installed to the board in January, the trustees have been have shaken up leadership of the small liberal arts college in Sarasota. They were instrumental in removing former president Patricia Oker and replacing her with interim president Richard Corcoran, a Republican former House Speaker and State Education Commissioner. The Senate confirmed the trustees, along with dozens of other DeSantis appointees, to various offices. The new college trustees confirmed were Ryan Anderson, Mark Bauerlein, Deborah Jenks, Charles Kessler, Christopher Rufo, and Matthew Spaulding. A librarian at New College of Florida was fired on Monday, just weeks before the end of the semester. WMNF's Talia Van Sistine spoke with former and current New College faculty about what this means for students and the future of the institution. Helene Gold says over the past three weeks, she's felt increasingly out of the loop. So the librarian wasn't surprised when she received a call on Monday requesting her immediate presence in the library conference room. I hung up the phone, I looked at my colleague, and I said, it's happening. She says Bradley Thiessen, the interim provost at New College, and Erica Worthy, the chief human resources officer, were in the conference room. And they told Gold that due to reorganization at the institution, her position would be eliminated and she would be let go immediately. Gold had worked at New College for almost five years. She says her firing less than three weeks before the semester ends seems intentionally disruptive. Matt Lipinski was an associate professor of computer science, faculty chair, and trustee for the New College Board of Trustees up until last week when he announced his resignation at the most recent board meeting. Lipinski says these reorganization efforts at New College are being done without considering current students, as many of them consult with librarians like Gold at this point in the semester. The library plays a very key role in the academic program, and that's especially true at the end of the term when so many students are working on term papers or other large assignments. Sarah Hernandez is an associate professor of sociology and Caribbean and Latin American studies at New College. She says Gold's termination is further proof that good employees are not being appreciated. We saw that with the five people who were denied tenure, not on the basis of their record as scholars, the record as teachers, or the record as contributors to the community. No, that was not the basis for that denial, right? So on what basis is it otherwise? Yolady Rosario Hernandez, the school's former Dean for Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion initiatives, was also fired from New College in March. Gold says these terminations may be a part of a larger pattern at the institution, as well as the decreasing safety in Florida for the LGBTQ community. I fully anticipate other firings, and we will certainly track that to see if indeed a pattern is emerging. For WMNF News, I'm Talia Van Sistine. The state Senate passed a bill that funds efforts to protect historic African-American cemeteries, WMNF's Chris Young reports that the bill was sparked by a history of neglect of African-American cemeteries. The Senate voted to pass a bill that would create a historic cemeteries program to provide grants to research, restore, and maintain abandoned African-American cemeteries. And in order to move forward, we have to find out 
what has been there in the past, where our history has gone, and where we will continue to go. Democratic Senator Bobby Powell sponsored the bill. He was joined on the floor by House Minority Leader Fentress Driscoll, who sponsored the bill in the House. She said the idea was sparked by Zion Cemetery, Tampa's first African-American cemetery. The cemetery was destroyed by the Housing Authority in the 20th century to build housing for mostly white communities. Tampa Housing Authority built on, on top of an abandoned black cemetery and money exchanged hands knowing that there was a black cemetery there. So it caused a lot of trauma and re-traumatization to the community once it was uncovered. Numerous legislators and members of the public voiced support for the bill in the Senate, including Democratic Senator Geraldine Thompson. There is so much in terms of our culture, so much in terms of our heritage, uh, so many lives that were lived, uh, so many sacrifices that were made, and we need to honor uh, those individuals. The bill passed unanimously. For WMNF News, I'm Chris Young. A Florida bill banning gender-affirming care for kids, it's on its way to Governor Ron DeSantis' desk. Regan McCarthy reports opponents have already announced plans to block the measure with a lawsuit. The bill will bar most kids from getting gender-affirming treatments, such as puberty blockers or hormone therapy. It lets kids already receiving that care continue, but directs the Florida Board of Medicine to regulate it. Democratic State Representative Anna Escamani says the measure hurts families. No one deserves to, to feel like they don't belong. No one deserves to feel like they're different. And no one deserves to have essential medical care taken away from them. The bill follows a similar ban passed by the Florida Board of Medicine. Several families are suing to block that rule and say they'll add the proposed law to their case. I'm Regan McCarthy in Tallahassee. Hurricane Preparedness Week continues, and after exploring topics ranging from understanding forecasts to preparing for storms, we now explore what happens after natural disasters. Meteorologist Megan Borowski from the public Florida Public Radio Emergency Network says there are a few things to keep in mind after a storm hits your area. So first thing, if you evacuated from your home, don't try to return to your property until officials give the all clear. But if you did remain on your property, be careful and stay vigilant. Down power lines could be live, floodwaters could contain hazardous debris, bacteria, or dangerous wildlife. And if you do attempt to clean up, have reasonable expectations and know your physical limits. Megan says the final topic of Hurricane Preparedness Week tomorrow is a call to action. Make preparations now while conditions are quiet to keep your property and family safe. Tips and checklists can be accessed at FloridaDisaster.org. Produced at the studios of WMNF Tampa by Colleen Cole.